Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. What's going on? Score North, it's Declan Goff here. Changed up the format a little bit on this Sunday, if you will, for a Vikings event line. My guy Josh in Denver is going to join us here to talk a little Purple on this edition of Vikings Vent Line. Training camp coming up here in a couple weeks, but we still got plenty of stuff to talk about on Vikings Vent Line. If you'd like to be in, by the way, on a future show, shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com. It's scrolling across the screen there. I'll get you on in the queue and uh, come on one of our Sunday editions here. Obviously, once the football season starts, which is obviously like two months from today, uh, two months different today, July 11th is on this Sunday. So uh, we're knocking on the door. The football season training camp's coming up. We're going to have some fun things knocked in. I know Judd's going to be at training camp. Phil and myself and Judd will be breaking all things down training camp. I know Judd is uh, very eager to see Dakota Dozier get off this football team. A lot of Vikings fans might be seeing uh, eager eager to be seeing Dakota Dozier uh, getting off the first offensive line. Uh, by the way, if this is the first time you're discovering us, thank you very much. Hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Again, seven days a week we pump out Minnesota Vikings content for you, uh, we're in the off season, but there's still plenty to talk about. We're revisiting some uh, training camp stories with Judd. We've been talking about the best moments, the best games, even the worst moments. Yes, we do have to bring up some of those painfully bad moments. It's okay to bring up the bad times. You gotta, yeah, you gotta forget, but you also gotta remember what it took us took us for us to get there. Because on this show, we want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. I think that's a, a fair ask. I'm 28 years old. I've only seen NFC Championship give me heartbreaks. I've seen plenty of them, and I wanted to see a Super Bowl before I die. That is the mission statement of the show on Purple Daily. All right, enough of the small talk. Let's get my guy Josh in here. Josh is uh, down in Denver. That correct, sir? That is correct. And did you uh, were you previously from Minnesota, or how did you stumble into Denver? Uh, no, I actually, my family and I, I have a... Uh, an older brother, an older sister, and a younger sister to my both my parents. We all moved to Denver in uh, 99, 2000, so I was about eight, nine years old. Okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, and then you're still able to watch all Vikings games. You said you were able to get to some bars down there. There's obviously, like, is there like a Vikings-themed bar, or is it just like a normal bar and you just find the Vikings game on? Yeah, there's a, there's a Vikings-themed bar. I haven't went there yet. Um, I can't really go there because my temper flares up during the, you know, in public. And I don't want to embarrass myself in front of everybody. So um, I tend to watch it either with my family or at home. Um, you know what? And if I find out that they're winning and I'm not actually watching the game, I'm not going to turn it on. I'm that superstitious. So 
Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, there's a few places you can go. Uh, there's a place called Hofbrau um, around here, which has a you know there's a big there's a big Viking fan that, that uh, owns it, and he has a big skull flag above the door. Nice. A lot of signed jerseys inside. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's kind of crazy this Vikings Ventland experience. I feel like more than fifty percent of our guests are outside of Minnesota. They're in Colorado. They're in Florida. We've had Kentucky. We've had Tennessee. Right. We've had Washington. We've had people from Canada on. We've even had people. We had Frank, our loyal listener, Frank from Italy on this show before. So, um, if you will, Vikings Ventland can be worldwide to a degree. So, uh, appreciate you supporting Score North and uh, and getting the and appreciate and watching the purple as well. Considering we want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die, Josh. I think that that's obviously still in your mission statement as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for. You know, I, I think about my, you know, people in my family have passed away and they never got right. to see it, you know, and I'm just like, oh, that better not be me. You know, I, I just really hope that, uh, you know, we can we can make it happen this year. I think it's, you know, just as good a year as any. I agree, man. Well, let's start off with this uh, first question here. This was from Pro Football Focus. Uh, the nerds there, they're a friend of the show, Eric Eager, uh, Pro Football Sam. There's plenty of them there that have come on Purple Delay before, but they did best and worst case scenarios for every NFL team. They said the Vikings' best case scenario in their simulations is they go 11-6. and six. Uh, Their worst case scenario is they go 5-12. and 12. And I, I feel like the volatility of this season is really palpable. I can, I can see this team winning 11-12 games. And I could see them losing 11 or 12 games. You know, the, the defense is patched work. I think it is obviously improved. This offense should be ready to cook like it was last season, no pun intended. And uh, I, I can see them winning double-digit games, especially, too, if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. But what, what are you feeling? Do you think the Vikings are more likely that they're trending in that double-digit win territory, or could you see them only winning five or six games? Well, when I, when I look at their team this year, um, they've only improved it. I mean, I don't know what they've really lost. You know, so I, last year their entire defense was out of commission, right? Everybody was either injured, uh, besides Harrison Smith and I think Anthony Harris, everybody was either injured or a rookie, and all the rookies didn't get any, any actual real game experience. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that 12 and, what, 12 and 5? Or, sorry, 11 and 6? I said 12 and 5. 11 and 6? I, I feel like that's way more realistic. Um, you know, adding offensive line depth as well. Dakota Dozier, I'm from North Dakota, and Dakota Dozier, I mean, just give it up. Please, just walk away. Do us a favor. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, it's just like that, you know, nagging injury that just won't go away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, uh, So, I don't know. I, I think 11 and, 11 and 6 is much more realistic. It kind of feels like uh, that old ex-girlfriend that just won't leave you alone. It's like, can you leave me alone? Can you just? Can I move yeah. on with my life and uh, and let me live yeah, my life? Still talk to her. Yeah, still talk to her. yeah, yeah. It happens. <laughs> I get it. But yeah, but at the same time, not I'm, she's not starting on the line anymore. You know, like walk away, go to yeah. a new team. Yeah, you're not on the priority list. Exactly, exactly. You're not even on the practice squad. You're on a different. You're on a different wavelength. I agree, dude. I, I think I think the team can win 11 games. The the schedule's tough uh, from an opponent winning percentage wise. But what I really like about it, it's not like last year where. Um, you know what? In December, when the and when the Vikes had to go to Tampa Bay and they had New Orleans, they had like this gauntlet of a schedule to end the season. And I know they dropped the one at the Bears at home, which was honestly kind of more of the dagger than the other two. Um, I, when I look at the schedule, I think it actually lays out pretty nicely for the Vikings, where there isn't like a stretch of three or four games where you're on the road or you have like a bunch of gauntlet horrible um, tough opponents. It, I think mostly they have the tools to win double digits this season. Well, I mean, they also have the home field advantage situation too, right? I mean, U.S. Bank Stadium was yeah. Metrodome was known for being one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. So, 
I, I mean, with that added in, you know, offensive line depth, I, I don't, I think it kind of falls on to what's going to happen with, uh, Daniel Hunter mm-hmm. and, you know, Anthony Barr, I think is a little overrated. I wish we had still had, you know, we still had Eric Wilson there, but I mean, Anthony Barr, I feel like is a little overrated just because like he's, he's not very consistent. He's, he seems like he's just kind of a flashy player. He'll get that fumble every once in a while or that sack at the end of the game. Like, for example, when he injured Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, I, I feel like that was more Aaron Rodgers' fault. I mean, come on, dude, drink a glass of milk. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I, I really think it falls on that. And, uh, you know, what, what's going to happen with Clint Kubiak? Because this this whole offensive coordinator situation with the Vikings, I don't know what it is with them, but they can't keep an offensive coordinator for more than, you know, one year. Mm-hmm. And if we get a year out of them, we're lucky, you know. For example, the North Turner situation. So. Yeah, man. I, I think I think the offense should cook. Yeah, Clint Kubiak has uh, has some kid gloves on with Zimmer, wanting it to be a run first offense still and, and run it just like his dad's. But I mean, you got two horses in Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Herb Smith should finally break out, not being behind Kyle Rudolph. You know, Dal- it, yeah, it's still the offense probably still funnels through Dalvin Cook, but also Dalvin's one of the best backs in the league too. So it's it's not like they're feeding a feeding a beast who who is incapable of, of putting up some big plays. Dalvin Cook's one of the more explosive backs in the league, so I, I I like what the offense can do. You mentioned U.S. Bank Stadium being a uh, allowed place to play. Two questions for you: Number one, have you ever been to U.S. Bank Stadium? And two, uh, I know you're in Denver. Did you ever go to Mile High, uh, that stadium in Denver? Uh, yeah, actually, I went to the last Broncos Vikings game at U.S. Okay. and that was the first time I was there. And uh, you know, the, the atmosphere at both places is, is is really nice. I mean, U.S. Bank Stadium is, I mean, decade older than well, I, I don't know how old Mile High is, but it's it's older than a decade uh, to U.S. Bank Stadium. But I mean, U.S. Bank Stadium above Nabesco every time. I mean, it's so much nicer. It's, it seems like it has more space. I think it seats less people. But, I mean, the atmosphere outside was what really got me. Cool. You know, I've been to many Broncos games. And uh, I actually went to the last Broncos-Vikings game that was here, which was actually a preseason game. And I went to the Vikings game before that, which here, which was the Bridgewater versus Kate right. Manning game, which ended great. You know? um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I mean, I had a great time. Just happy to watch the game. But, I mean, U.S. Bank Stadium, it's just – it just seems like they, they spend more time on the fanfare. Mm-hmm. Outside the stadium, there's a lot of things going on for the kids. And, you know, you can have a lot of fun outside the stadium with, with you know, concerts or whatever going on. It wasn't a special weekend by any means. So, you know, yeah, I have been to U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a whatever it's called. Yeah, it, it, U.S. Bank, you got it. It, it is a it's a loud, wow. loud, loud stadium. And the fans are really close to the field. Um, like you said, outside, there isn't the traditional – tailgating atmosphere necessarily there isn't a big parking lot where everyone's just you know getting hammered and playing beer pong and get ready for the game but you know that that u.s bank plaza is cool they have concerts going on they have things also around the surrounding areas and the buildings that do do you know makeshift tailgates so you can still kind of get in on that action um yeah man i love it i I know the outside of it here in minneapolis they'd like replace the panels again for like the fifth time so it's kind of an eyesore from the outside but when you're in there that's all i care about it's a it's a home field advantage uh, when you, well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, well, you know, what's really funny and, and talking about stadiums is, you know, you can kind of sum up what it's like being a Vikings fan and what happened to the Metrodome. I think it was like 2000, what was that, 
10 or 11 or something like that when, when I woke up one morning and thing collapsed. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, dude, the roof, the, the whole thing fell over. I think it was either my birthday was the day before or day after. Yeah, everyone remembers where they were when that uh, when that roof finally caved in after, I believe, uh, that was awesome. 22 <laughs> inches, 18 inches or so of snow. It was an absolute blizzard. Uh, yeah. You mentioned the offensive line depth and that you, you actually feel pretty confident about it going in. You know, they got two rookies now in Christian Derrissaw and Wyatt Davis, and, you know, we obviously made our feelings known about Dakota Dozier, but how, how confident are you going into this season with the offensive line in front of Kirk? Um, if my confidence level is based on how good they were last year, like I'm a hundred percent confident that they're better than last year. Um, I, it's, it's really kind of tough to tell because for some reason, the offensive line always seems to like to get injured. And I, there hasn't been a good offensive line in, in Minnesota for, for a long time. I don't even, I don't even know when the last one was maybe 2009. Yeah, probably. With Hutchinson. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even good. And, you know, with Keenum. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent confident, like as far as, you know, if I think they're going to be like top 10 in the league or anything like that. But I mean, if they can sit around like a 15 mark and I don't know what they base that off of, I mean, pro football focus, I mean, it's just like, Oh, they're great in October with 10 seconds remaining in the game. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know what the, what the stat is, but if they can, you know, be one of the top and pass protection is the biggest thing. Yep. Um, I think, because I mean, if you take, if you take, I don't want to compare them, but I'm, I'm going to, yeah. uh, Kirk Cousins to Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, right? How good are they if they have zero offensive line? They're not legendary quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. They're not Hall of Famers. There's no way Tom Brady runs less than Kirk Cousins does. So, I mean, it just shows that a guy like him can win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, if you have the right, uh, I think if, if you have the right infrastructure around him, yeah. man, I, I I think things right. can can absolutely move on. You know, a lot of people have blamed the offensive line for the you know the Kirk era. I understand it, I hear it. Uh, at the same time, if you finally have the right pieces to protect him, well, now there's like no more excuses. Like you can't really blame the offensive line if the line is like you said, you know, seventeenth to fifteenth, and it's finally league average or, or improved for the first time really in the Kirk era, well, now it's like go time, and it's basically there is no more excuses you can really uh, rely on, uh, especially, too, if the defense is fixed. So that's kind of been our mantra, too, on this show for the 2021 season of no more excuses because if you got two rookies who are supposed to be good, yeah, one injury away from potentially, you know, being disastrous in another Dakota Dozier era, but I'm I'm pretty confident that Derrissaw and Davis step in here and and they fix this line. Mm -hmm. Well, I saw something on uh, Mason Cole potentially, right. you know, moving to guard, right? Yeah, so, yeah he, um, he was a better guard with Arizona than he was a center. Like, he was a, you know, halfway right. decent guard in, in limited snaps. Right. Is he listed as, as a center right now? Yeah, I think he's technically, you know, the backup center, but he's probably that swing man position. Yeah. You know, like, I, I wonder how things will play out in training camp. Uh, but I would, yeah. I would, you know, if if one of the guards in Cleveland or Davis get hurt, I'm I'm hoping – it's not Dakota Dozier, so I, I would I would like Mason Cole to obviously get get the run there before him. Yeah, I, I mean I would trust Sean Mannion right. as a guard <laughs> over Dakota Dozier. Yeah, forget it. I mean I, I don't want I don't want him there anymore. I mean God bless him, but I mean he's just he just it's not working out. And I just want to get another name in there just to show hey we tried you know absolutely he's really the best option if it comes down to it. Hey, before I. Uh, before we get into this last question, you were talking to me and you were emailing me and we were talking off mic that um, you're actually a big a big fan of Kirk Cousins. You're a Kirk Cousins stand, and you you had some stuff to say about Kirk. So what what is it that you really really like about Kirk Cousins' game? Well, 
Kirk Cousins game. I mean, he's he's an extremely accurate quarterback. Yeah, he doesn't run. He can get out of. The, he should be able to get out of the pocket. I feel like, you know, it's really easy to look back at any game or any play and just say, hey, you know, I could have ran out of there. You know, that's what everybody does. But I mean, he's an extremely accurate quarterback. And when I look at him, I look at the past quarterbacks that Minnesota's had. And I mean, yeah, maybe Case Keenum would have done really well. But the fact of the matter is, he really isn't starting anywhere right now, right? I mean, he's what in Washington? Is he still in Washington right now? Or? Um, no, I think he's the backup in Cleveland. I think he's back up to Baker Mayfield. Right, right. I mean, what was it the um, the stat you guys pulled up? He's like sixth all time or something like that mm-hmm. of all in, in history. Yeah, you know, again, another ridiculous stat. You know, ten <laughs> minutes left in the fourth quarter in October. He's great. Right. Yeah, he he. You know, he's he doesn't have those game winning touchdowns all the time you know we talked about the Saints game everybody knows that that game but if you look back to last year how many drives ended with the defense not being able to stop the opposing offense I think it happened against Seattle I think it happened against Dallas right Uh, the defense couldn't stop you know really anything against the Saints and 32 points against the fourth ranked defense and I mean those weren't garbage time points that was happening during the game and I think they actually had the lead going into halftime and it was just, they couldn't do anything, you know, that, and you know, you can take some of the blame for that saying that, you know, he, he wasn't able to sustain drives or anything like that. Um, but when you're playing from behind in like a Gary Kubiak offense, how do you catch up? I mean, it's, it's it, like, you're looking at a techno Super Bowl playbook. You know, there's six plays there that I'm going to throw to Jefferson here. I'm going to throw to Irv Smith here, or, you know, it's, it's, I, I feel like he has such small options. And I mean, Jefferson, um, Justin Jefferson getting, what was it, however many yards last season, and he had like 41 less, he had 41 less uh, attempts or yeah. less catches than 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 Diggs. I mean, yeah, I, I I I'm a fan of Kirk Cousins because I think you know he takes a lot of the blame, but I think there's about five games last year you could have put on the defense or special teams. I really don't need to say anything about the Tampa Bay game. Mm-hmm. We all know what happened there. Um, <laughs> Again, at the end of the half, right? Gronk had that, well, what was it, a touchdown? How far was that? How long of a throw was that? It was a, Do you remember that? It was a, I think it was a bomb, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I don't remember how long it was. Um, I was actually on my way to my friend's house at the time, and my tire blew as that was happening, and I had to fix it on the side of the highway. That was one of the first days. <laughs> Yeah, not a good day, man. Not a good day, not a good day to be you or Dan Bailey. Both both of you had uh, some pretty rough days there. Uh, one last question yeah, for you. Give me a tire. Absolutely, yeah. I, dude. I, I I can't even change a tire. I would. I'm calling. I have. I pay. I pay premium insurance. Yeah. They're coming out to me. They're fixing that tire. I'm not doing anything with it. That's what the roadside assistance is for. Um, right, right, right. Hey, what's one last move too you'd like to see the Vikings make? I think they still got about like twelve or thirteen dollar, uh, thirteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, in salary cap space. Is there, is there one other move? One other lineman? One other playmaker? One other one other defensive end? You know, what's one more move you would probably do uh, to improve this team before training camp? First, I'd have to see how much Larry Fitzgerald was getting mm-hmm. or what he wants. Uh, but my move would be this: I'd pay. Everson Griffin, $4 million to come back. Yeah, I know he said some things about Kirk Cousins, but I've said worse. Um, and then I would give the rest to Larry Fitzgerald to come back. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Yeah, it would be nice to have him, Jefferson and Thielen, on the same team. You know, 
yeah, storybook ending, hopefully. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know if he has a ton left in the tank necessarily, but I mean, I'm looking at the third wide receivers. You know, I've I've have my thoughts on Chad Beebe, uh, but at the same oh. time, I would love. Yeah, I would rather have Larry Fitz. I'd rather have 10 percent of the tank of Larry Fitzgerald than 100 percent Chad Beebe. I really would. Oh, I, what is it? What is it with everybody in Chad Beebe? Thank I you. Don't get it. That, like, you didn't. I don't. I don't understand it. It's like, did you see him in practice? Like, no, nobody did. I, nobody I, was. Nobody. Saw I that. swear to God, yeah. for the last like three training camps, it's been look out for Chad Beebe, and that's like when. Like, it, it's not like he's a first round pick, and there's been injuries, or like, it, like there hasn't been like bad luck. Like, he's a random undrafted dude, and like, yeah, yeah he's an, he might be an athletic freak, and he's more athletic than I'll even be on on any day. But but yeah. what the hell? What is if, yeah. if he's if he's if he's actually really good, we would have seen it by now. It, it's I, yeah, please, I can't wait to watch him fumble another punt yeah. or, kick off <laughs> yeah. or you know, and then oh, he gets that catch at the end of the game against Carolina. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like come on, it's going to take more than one play to make me you know want to be on your side. I, like Adam Thielen blocked a what a field goal or a punt and then ran yeah. it back, right. something like that. You know, you need to do something like that in order to get on the team. It you know. If, Nothing else. I don't know why you can't use, you know, BC Johnson or somebody like that. But, I hear I mean, you. You know. Yeah, man, Larry Fitz. Is what it is. Bring him home. Bring him Larry home. Larry Fitz. Yeah, like bring it. him home. And I think there's no better way to turn around Minneapolis right now than with the Super Bowl <laughs> and with Larry Fitz. So I think, yeah, that would be a good move. I love that. Uh, Josh, thanks you for coming on. But also, before I wrap up here, I'd like to give the listener uh, 60 seconds for a shout-out. You can shout-out anyone you want. Make one last take. I'm going to give you the floor here uh, for the next minute if you'd like. Yeah, I want to shout out to my family in North Dakota right now. Um, all the Olsons and Satrams um, in North Dakota right now. Uh, love you guys. And uh, hopefully the Vikings win one for this for us this year. We'll see what happens. Uh, Kirk Cousins, don't screw this up. <laughs> we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. No excuses, like uh, Declan said. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can pull out a Super Bowl this year and, uh, you know, before I die. We want to see Super Bowls before we die. That's all we. That's all yeah. we want. And everyone else who has mm-hmm. passed on, who got to see a lot of Vikings heartbreak, we just want to see this yeah. one last time. Just one, or one, one time, not one last time. And even if, if I only yeah. get one, if I only just get one, one I'll time. take it. I'll just take it. I just yeah. want one. I just want one. <laughs> just one. One, one more. Small. One more thing. Yeah. My aunt actually devils, and she made me this little troll here. It's a Vikings troll. Okay. Like, look at that. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, she just makes these things. She makes them for random the, people. I mean, a lot of friends and family, but I mean, yeah. She there's not like a weird, there's not like weird juju with it, right? It's not like a voodoo doll or anything, right? Like it doesn't, like you don't God, like, I hope not. yeah, right? Like you don't, you don't like pull <laughs> its hair out when Kirk throws a pick or something. Like you don't, is it like a stress reliever oh, no. or anything? Oh, no, no, no. I got all of, I got, I got stools. I got chairs around yep. here that I throw around. Yeah. This, Be- this place is. Beer bottles, beer cans, you know, you got you got plenty of things at your disposal to get rid oh, of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. My hands have been broken so many times over the school. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous. I love so it. I don't go to the bar, like I said. Yeah, man, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, Josh, man, thank you so much uh, for coming on Vikings Ventline uh, this uh, this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Uh, you know, thank you for your support. You said you just you discovered us uh, from you and your sister over the last nine months. That's pretty awesome. A cool story there. I love that. Um, so thank you for supporting Purple Daily, man, and coming on the show. We'll get you on again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Love the content, guys. You know, keep it up. Awesome, man. Uh, Vikings Vent Line, this is a wrap. If you want to get in on a future show, shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com. I'll put you in the queue. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button for daily Minnesota Vikings entertainment seven days a week, and we will see you tomorrow. Oh.